Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome to Up On Game presents Taylor Scouting. Coach Randy Taylor is bringing his 40-plus years of knowledge to you. This is Taylor Scouting. And now, here's Coach Randy Taylor. Hey, this is Coach Taylor. Coach Randy Taylor uh, from National, or from uh, Taylor Scouting and uh, Up On Game Network. I get confused of all the places I've been up on game network. And uh, we're going to talk about some kicking. We're going to talk about uh, football, uh, starting a business, a lot of different things with uh, our guest, Chris Saylor. Uh, What I want to do now is just uh, uh, let you know that you can follow us on, uh, on any of our websites. Uh, You can go to up on game presents Taylor Scouting and watch this uh, podcast. You can get our podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you get your podcasts. And so we'll get right into this. Uh, talking to Chris Saylor, my guy, uh, one of the uh, most talented, uh, smart, tough minded. Uh, guys that I know, and I, I think kickers are. And so uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. So Chris Saylor is a guru, in my opinion, right? And I had uh, uh, Chris Rubio on last week, who is also a, a guru in his own right. But but Chris has done some things in this industry that a lot of people uh, wish they could have done. And uh, so this podcast is going to be talking about kicking and punting 
and and other things uh, with Chris Saylor. He was a three-tool kicker at UCLA. I, I don't know if that's the right term, you know, five-tool in baseball, whatever it is, uh, which is rare and may be extinct in these days. A field goal kicker, kickoff guy, and punter back in the late 90s, along with Chris Rubio. And I told Chris Rubio that probably the best specialist group in the country at the time. And he said it was best in the world. Uh, so that might be true as well. We're going to talk uh, specialists and, and the positions of kicker and punter. And, and I think that those positions are the most skilled of any in football. You know, they talk about skilled players. They talk about this and that and the receiver and the running back and the quarterback. My opinion, I believe that the kicker especially is the most skilled position in the sport. So I want to welcome a skilled kicker, uh, Chris Saylor, and want to welcome you to the podcast today, Taylor Scouting Podcast, Chris Saylor. Thanks for joining us, buddy. I appreciate it, Randy. I apologize you had Rubio on a few days ago. I apologize yeah. for, anything, for anything he said. The, uh, he was actually fun. You know, he's got a great personality, so, so yeah. we did have some fun. And we did not throw you under the bus at all. Shocking. Yeah, it was very clean. So uh, maybe we'll do it to him, but we'll see how it goes. Could you give us your uh, your brief biography, autobiography? How did you get here? Sure. Um, It's just, you know, I think all things happen for a reason, I guess. But uh, my family, my parents were uh, born and raised in Germany. So I grew up a soccer player, Uh, played soccer my entire life. Uh, Didn't even really, you know, think about, watch, consider footballs as, you know, as a young athlete growing up and really kind of just backed into it. Um, at high school, uh, during a PE class, the, uh, you know, you started, you start the game and you kick the ball down the field and you kind of chase down the field to get, to get to start the game. And I did that. And the P, the Peach coach said, Hey man, I've, I've never seen a leg like that. You got to come, you know, be on the football team for us. So that was freshman year. And by sophomore year, he got me out there. Um, and you know, I, my first two years really at, at, uh, at Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, I only kicked really like maybe once a week during practice and then game nights. Never practiced it, never kicked the ball in the offseason. Um, my, my whole focus was basically on on uh, on soccer. Um, and then my senior year, uh, we just have, happened to have a really good team and we kicked a lot of field goals and started getting better at it and ended up setting a national record with 22 field goals in one season. Uh, including, I think, seven or eight over 50 yards. Um, and that's when the recruiting started to kind of go crazy for me. Um, and that that kind of brought me to UCLA and the rest is history. That's when Gary Bernardi found in and uh, started recruiting. Is it, he was the guy, right, back in the yeah, Notre was, Dame days? Exactly, exactly. And he had, he had he had a history, I think, a little bit with uh, with Burroughs High School here. So he was yeah. familiar with kind of the Burbank area where I grew up and uh, – yeah, we, we hit it off right away. And then I think that uh, also the fact that uh, Terry Donahue, who was a coach at the time, um, was also a Notre Dame High School alumni. So he had never really recruited the school, and, and he took an, a big interest in me as well because we obviously went to the same high school. A lot of connections. And now, I think I read that that you chose Illinois because of the they would let you kick and play soccer. Did other schools do that as well? Yeah, you said Illinois, by the way. I went to UCLA. Oh, UCLA, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, no I'm, an Illinois, I'm an Illinois guy. You're the UCLA guy. Exactly. No, um, I was recruited pretty much nationally as a soccer player. 
um, consider consider a few schools for soccer. But then really, when football came around, as you know, football is full ride, um, where soccer was kind of more partials and, and different type of types of opportunities. And the, one of the big reasons why uh, it's such a strong interest in UCLA was because they were also recruiting me kind of at the same time without knowing um, in soccer. Uh, Ziggy Schmidt was the coach at the time, uh, you know, famous coach, and uh, he, he really liked uh, my skill as a soccer player. So when Coach Bernardi started recruiting me, um, I kind of put the two together. And uh, then, you know, Terry Donahue and Ziggy Schmidt kind of worked side by side and recruiting me there um, and using that as, as kind of a, a, a tool to get me to commit to them. What was uh, Bjorn Merton, the guy that you followed, was he kicking at UCLA when you were yes. recruited? Yeah, so Bjorn was a sophomore uh, when I was a high school senior. So when I came in, um, he was a returning junior at the time. So they had told me, uh, you know, he had been an All-American his freshman year, and they said, uh, you know, the sophomore year was was good. It wasn't quite as, as good as freshman year. And they said, if, it'll, it'll be open competition, but of course you're going against a really good player. So uh, what they didn't tell me was, is that they were going to count on me to punt. Um, I had no idea that I would be punting. I really didn't even work on it in the off season. Um, but they weren't happy with the current punting situation. They said, Hey, you're an athlete, get out there. Um, so I ended up being, you know, the starting, starting punter uh, as a the freshman when really I'd never really even worked on it. This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, being an athlete helps, and and uh, you always were a punter that looked like you were striking the ball like a kicker. Is that pretty fair to say? Yeah, so <laughs> doing it the wrong way, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, you know, ultimately, I, I was I was always a kicker. You know, punting is a very different motion. Um, so I got away with with learning how to do it on the job, so to speak. Um, but you know, the film between my freshman and senior year looks it looks a lot better in my senior year, but it still wasn't perfect. And um, by no means was I going to be an NFL punter. You know, kicking was always kind of my strength. But we got we got through it. We got by with it. And and uh, you know, one year I was even all, even an All American doing it. So it was pretty cool. How about that? The the kickers and punters aren't normally signed to scholarships, and you are in a unique situation. Uh, what advice do you have for those kids? I know it's gotten better that more kickers are now signed. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're signing strict strictly punters that way, and I know long snappers may be down the road a little bit, but what advice do you have for high school football players with your skills that, sure. that want to uh, play college ball? Yeah, I'll tell you, I mean, you said it perfectly and that it's it's changed, right? It's changed a ton since, you know, I was, you know, back in, in getting recruited myself. Um, then when I started my business, it was it was very different than it is now as well. And that uh, it was primarily a walk on position. I think in my my year coming out in 95 out of high school, I believe three kickers got scholarships uh, nationwide. Um, by the time I was done, I think it was up to may, maybe up to about eight to ten. Um, but ultimately, it was still primarily a walk on position. And then really about four to five years ago, I'd say right before COVID, it was kind of the height of it. Um, I think we had something like 50 guys a year get scholarships. So, uh, and that's coming out of high school, you know, either high school or junior college. Um, COVID obviously has, has changed things a lot, as, as has the transfer portal that we now have. Um, but primarily my advice is, is, is to work on the craft from a young age. You know, um, I think that... Uh, become way, way more competitive because uh, of that carrot, right? The opportunity to get a scholarship. Um, it's not looked down upon anymore like it used to be. Um, the kickers and punters are very athletic uh, um, people who also a lot of times um, are stars in other sports. So they come to this position because of the opportunity that's out there. Um, the mistake I think that that too many players make is that they um, they focus on, um, you know, going to, to camps, and they lose focus on the training side of things as they kind of go throughout their high school careers. So I always say, you know, you, you train, you get ready to come to a camp. You don't just go to camps constantly. Um, but by all means, it's, it's, it's starting early, um, perfecting the craft early, um, committing to it year round. Um, and then, you know, one thing you might that, I, that you haven't heard me say is that I also believe in playing other sports. So um, a mistake you can make is if you try to specialize in this and do this only from, let's say, like, you know, fourth grade or fifth grade. Um, it's, it's difficult to do it that way. I think it's important to train your body to be an athlete. So really the time to, I think, to specialize in it, um, as we found, you know, with now 20 plus years of experience doing this is really kind of during that junior year, right? That's when you got to kind of make up your mind and make your choice. But before that, stay in other sports, uh, focus on your training, uh, develop the technique and just know that, um, there's, there's so many opportunities out there in this, in this position, in this sport. What, what, uh, in developing the technique and, and, uh, uh, for that position, as well as being an athlete, is there physical training, flexibility, strength training that you would suggest that that are important to be that kicker, maybe the D1 kicker, the NFL kicker? What is your philosophy on that? Sure. Um, 
first and foremost, you train like an athlete. So I think every athlete has to do that. You take care of your core. Um, you know, you, you focus on all parts of your body, not just your legs for kicking. Um, and obviously conditioning is very important. Um, so any sort of conditioning you can do, whether it's riding a bike, whether it's jogging, running, whether it's swimming or swimming pool, um, you know, keeping our body fit is, is extremely important. Um, and then really when it comes to specific training for kicking, um, it's, it's kind of all of the above. Like you said, there is a strength training. Um, there's days you're going to lift on the heavier side in the off season, but the focus primarily for kicking is working on explosiveness, right? So it's, it's less weight, um, and more repetitions when you're in control of the weight you can explode more readily with the weight as opposed to struggling with the weight to get, let's say, a max rep up. Um, so athlete first, um, uh, explosive training in the weight room, um, focus on a lot of um, you know, off the field stuff would be yoga, uh, Pilates. A lot of our players do that to keep the flexibility up. Um, resistance training. Um, so, you know, swings in a pool, swings with the resistance band. Um, you know, and you kind of put that all together, right, with your kicking your weightlifting, your conditioning, um, and then obviously it, it gets you ready for for your upcoming season and, and your future. So it's it's all the above. Well, the the mental preparation and mental toughness seems to be a very big part uh, of your position. Uh, I've watched you in tough situations, and shoot, I remember uh, Bjorn uh, having a kick against USC and, and uh, coach Toledo did a great job of talking to him about fishing yeah. before he went out and kicked the game winner. And so talk about the mental side of that, the position. I mean, it's, it's, it's more than half of it, right? I mean, so many players have the talent, the ability, you know, they've developed, they've worked to get there, um, but only so many can really do it in games. And, and it's really something that they can't be taught kind of comes naturally. Um, and I always say that the kickers are, are kind of like, you know, the party animals, it seems like it's kind of the, the, uh, the characteristics that they have, you know, they're, they're a good time. Um, cause they tend to not care, right. Get out there and get after it. Um, but you know, for us, it's, you know, beating the mental side of it comes in preparation, right? So if you, if you feel like you're prepared and, and you've worked hard and, and you, you trust your swing, um, generally you're going to do well, right. I mean, nerves aren't going to be able to get to you. You know, we, we focus a lot on muscle memory training. So it's, it's one swing, it's one way over and over and over again, right? So we do it so many times in training, work the swing so many times that, you know, when those big situations come, the body does nothing else to do but to go through that exact swing. Um, and that's why pros are so great. You know, they worked so hard at perfecting and developing that swing. And then, you know, like I said, preparation, um, you know, working all off season. So there's a true confidence behind it. Um, one of the questions I ask at all my camps, you know, we always have a part of camp where I let one kid kick for a free camp. You know, I say, okay, this, you know, this case worth basically $400, you know, who wants the kick? And if we have, let's say, you know, 75 guys standing there, I said, I don't want anyone to raise their hand, but you guys know deep down how many of you want to be called out right now in front of the other 74 players and 150 parents to hit this ball for a free game, right? And I know that, you know, half of them are probably, you know, shaking, right? And half of them really want it. Um, so a lot of the kids that come to my camps, often they know that part of camp and they're, they're begging for the opportunity. Why? Because they prepared for it. We just talked about, right. Prepared for it in training. But, uh, you know, we call the random guy out and, you know, a lot of times you, I mean, I, I put my hand on their shoulder and you can just, you can feel them shaking, right. Because of, of the, the, the intensity of that big opportunity. Um, so, you know, the reality is, is that you have to want it. Um, you have to know you want it. And the great ones do. And, and again, it's not it's not top, but that's it's a question every coach asks me when it comes to recruiting. I know he can kick. I see him do it at camps. But what 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 tells you he's a guy that can do it in the game? Right. 
And for the most part, doing this now so long, we know the personality. Um, I see the work, the effort they put in in the offseason when they're when they're training. And we generally get it right. You can tell the ones that, that aren't ready for it, even though physically they may be, they're not ready for it mentally. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You, uh, I got to tell this one story about how uh, uh, you would come at, during practice at UCLA. I'd always come up to you and, and uh, Rubio and see what happened on the soap operas <laughs> during practice and, and uh, those kind of things. So you do have that uniqueness of being on your own and kind of uh, the kamikaze guy a little bit. But uh, uh, those are good things to rely on is that toughness and self-awareness and, and the process and the fundamentals and those kind of things. Did you have a, uh, a, a like some words you said to yourself before every kick? Was there a mantra in your head or was it just the, the fundamentals? Yeah, so – and for the most part, you know, I, I really put my focus in, you know, during training, um, you know, off-season work, all that. When it came to game time, I wanted to have fun. Um, I, I wanted to have as little stress, as little pressure as possible. Um, you know, me and Joey Strykula, who's my roommate and my holder. I know you remember Joey. He's part of the, yeah. you know, part of the battery there. You know, we look up in the crowd and try to find the hottest girl up there and, and, you know, do different things to keep your mind off the actual kick, right? You know, we don't care how far it is. We don't care if it's right hash, left hash, or 45 or 52 or game winner, or, you know, opening kick or scores already 50 to nothing. You know, ultimately it was about, for us, my routine was, you know, having a, having a good time with it. So, you know, even during games, I'm sure Rubio probably told you some stories, but, you know, he would he'd give me the bird through his legs on a punt, you know, so, you know, different things like that where, you know, we were always having fun. We were always doing something that, that, that took the, our mind off of it. Um, but the course of preparation, you're not that way. You know, when you're developing your swing and you're working on all that, um, you know, it's 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 work, 
Um, but for me, it was about that, enjoying it, having a good time, and then having a, a solid routine. Like, for example, one part of my routine was seeing the Notre Dame high school light post, right? Um, it's one of the drills I did at Notre Dame is I would aim for that target, right? A small target, a light post. Had a big basket on it, had a speaker on it, um, had my dead fingers in there that landed in there. You know, ultimately, I would I would see that light post in the Rose Bowl. I'd see it in the big house in Michigan. I'd see it in Tennessee. I'd, I'd take it with me to kind of find my target up there in the stands. So, yeah. Routine. Nice. routine, 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 routine. Hey, uh, talk about the the empire called Chris Saylor kicking. How did that idea become reality? Uh, give uh, some advice to others who are uh, not just starting a kicking business, but you had to start a business. Talk a little bit about that and how you became successful. Yeah. So, you know, big thing for me was that I never had an opportunity to go train with anybody. Um, there was really no one available. And, you know, the few guys that were out there, um, I was unimpressed, let's say, um, with the, the kind of coaching that I got. Um, and some of the people that were in the business were just, you know, in it for the wrong reasons, I think. Um, and I kind of found that out when I went from college to pro, right. Trying to, trying to claim me as a player, as opposed to actually coaching me through, um, you know, getting better with my technique. So, um, I played professionally and really as an off season job, I started to train kickers, um, to make, to make a little bit of money and to, to do right by them, right. To get players better. And my very first student of all time happened to be named Nick Folk. Okay. So Nick was at Notre Dame high school. Uh, he was a senior at the time. Um, uh, actually he wasn't a senior. I think he was actually like a, like a, a freshman or sophomore when I first met him. But as I trained him over the years in Notre Dame, I said, man, this kid's really good, right? He should have something. Um, he was, he was better than I was at that point of his career. And in his mind, he was still playing soccer. Just so he had my same exact approach and mentality. And, uh, I said, I gotta do something for him. I gotta help him get a scholarship. So during my All-American year, uh, for, fortunately for me, I, I met a lot of people as you went to all the different award shows and ESPN show and, and different things. So, you know, I called a few coaches I'd met. And I said, I got this guy, Nick Folk, that's really good. He needs a scholarship, you know, and I couldn't even get UCLA to listen. So that that, that says something. Um, but ultimately, I, after all that, I ended up helping him get a scholarship to the University of Arizona. And, you know, obviously then he went to the Cowboys. And he's an all-pro now and one of the best that's ever done it. Um, but that was really the start of it was that the need to help him get a scholarship because that didn't exist. It wasn't, it wasn't there. And then from there, obviously, as my career wound down, I found more opportunities to help more kids. And I said, I gotta do, I gotta do this, you know, full time. I gotta create bigger camps. I gotta help guys be seen more often. So, you know, really in, in 99, I kind of started doing it as a, as a, uh, as a professional, my first year in the pros. And then as a real full-time business, uh, was in 2003, um, and that's when I created, you know, the, the Las Vegas national event where I had coaches show up in person. And that was that, that was kind of the the launch, so to speak, on a national business. And then you got you, you moved out of your parents' house, uh, had to get your own pool, right? Huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. visiting you over uh, over there and, and uh, sitting around by the pool talking about things. But uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now you yeah. helped me. You were you were part of that. You helped me learn all the ins and outs of, of how to do the business side of things. Oh, I appreciate that. That's nice of you to say. Well, what's the best way to reach you uh, for your one-on-one -on -one kicking or, or your camps or those kind of things? Sure, uh, it's the website. So you know the website has all of our, all of our information, and that's uh, chrissailorkicking.com. Um, and Sailor spelled with an e, so S A I L E R. 
And then also we have a, a massive uh, following on social media. If you look up on Twitter or Instagram or any of the social media pages, uh, if you just look up Chris Saylor or Chris Saylor Kicking, uh, we we do a, a pretty good job of getting uh, tons of information out on social media. That's great. Hey, uh, I really appreciate you being on with us. And, and uh, this is such a unique position you have and and what you've done for the business uh, of for kickers and, and everybody else. I, I'm proud of you and, and really enjoy watching you and your success. So keep in touch and uh, we'll uh, get a chance to talk to you down the road. I'm going to uh, close this out here real quick, but wanted to be sure that I thanked you for this and, and uh, just let you know how impressed I am with you and, and your organization. So I appreciate uh, that. Man. Really appreciate you, it. Thank you. You got it, buddy. So uh, just want this show is sponsored by better help. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.